Welcome to episode 52 of the Balanced Working Moms podcast. I'm Rina Visha, and I'm thrilled you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's juggling just about everything, you're in the right place. In this podcast, you'll hear all kinds of ways to make life calmer, more organized, and yes, even happier. Welcome to our episode today. And to introduce today's episode, I want to share a quote because this quote summarizes today's episode in just one sentence. And the quote is, if it requires fake smiling, I'll probably not come. Don't you love that quote? (laughs) I saw it on Facebook, actually. A friend of mine posted it and I'm like, oh yeah, (laughs) that's me to a T. Thank you to my friend for inspiring today's episode. And today we're going to talk about the toll of what being fake, what that takes on us. So let's go ahead and get started. Hello, my fellow working mom friend. I hope you're doing well. We're doing well here. Today, it's a really rainy day. It's been raining the past few days and it's been cold. So as the weather gets warmer, it actually feels kind of good. We've been snuggling, just staying in the home. And today, here I am doing a podcast and talking to you. It just feels so cozy. I have a mug here. I have my favorite mug. And it feels like I'm meeting you for coffee. This is so much fun. And today we're actually talking about a topic that I think about a lot because there's a lot of fakeness going on in the world and it bothers me. It bothers me because it takes such a toll on us. I think this is something that a lot of people don't think about and I don't know why I think about it that much. Actually, I know why I think about it. It's because it really takes a lot out of me. And I want to start today's episode by talking about Seinfeld. Do you remember Seinfeld? So I don't know how old you are, but when I was growing up, we were obsessed with Seinfeld. Seinfeld was it. I mean, it's what everybody was watching. Everybody was talking about it. And I think it actually aired, I think it was Thursday night, and then Friday at school, we would all be talking about it. The teachers, the kids, and I didn't even have a TV. I grew up very sheltered. So my friends would tell me about it, and I would laugh secondhand on all the stories they told me. And going back, now that I'm older and I do have a TV, I've watched all the episodes And I like them even more because I remember my friends telling me about them before I even saw them. And it's just so much fun. But I remember one specific episode. And I know if you're a Seinfeld fan, you have got to remember this one. And the episode that I want to tell you about is the Serenity Now episode. Do you remember that one? (laughs) Oh my gosh. They're all so funny. But what happened in the show was there was this kind of crotchety old man, and his name is Frank Costanza. He's George's dad, and he just has real character. I mean, he's always upset about something. He's really high strung, and he is funny, okay? But he's always getting upset and overreacting. So his doctor gave him a relaxation cassette back in the days of cassettes, okay? And when his blood pressure gets too high, he's supposed to say, serenity now. (laughs) 
So every time he got upset, you would see him in the episode, he would just scream out, Serenity now! And then another character from the episode starts doing it, Kramer. So every time he gets stressed out, he would follow Frank Costanza and he would yell out, Serenity now! And he was dealing with some pretty stressful things. Some kids were making fun of him and egging him, and he would just stay calm and say, Serenity now! But then George got warned, so we have some foreshadowing, right? He gets warned by somebody he hated, so he didn't really listen. And the person told him, I have a direct quote for you. The person told him, Serenity now doesn't work. It just bottles up the anger and eventually you blow. Serenity now, insanity later. (laughs) So you can imagine what happens later in the show. So the smallest thing happens and Kramer just loses it, right? All those emotions he was bottling up, they just come out, whoosh. (laughs) And it is not pretty. So does serenity now, does that sound like you? When you're feeling a certain way and you hide it and you put on a pretty smile and you pretend like nothing's going on, everything is okay, do you do this? Because we don't want that blow up for you. We don't want you to be that person who the smallest thing happens and whoosh, we all blow up. Because how many times in life are we required to be cheerful or we think we're required to be cheerful? Where we paste on this cheerful face, even though we're feeling the total opposite, we pretend everything is great. And then later what happens, let's say we do this at work and we come home and what happens, you know, (laughs) we blow up at our family. We blow up at our kids or our husband for doing the smallest thing. And this is something we all do to some extent, because sometimes it's not socially appropriate to show how we're feeling. So we all do it. But I want to ask you, think of a time where you had to do some fake smiling or fake cheerful interactions on a scale of one to 10, with 10 taking the most energy. How much energy did that fake smiling take from you? How much energy was it? I'll tell you for me, for me on a scale of one to 10, I'm probably about a nine, (laughs) where a 10 for me would be a heavy workout at the gym. The fake smiling would be a nine. So almost as much energy as a heavy workout at a gym. That's me. What about you? Are you the same like me? Does this fakeness take so much energy out of you? Because personally, I can't think of much more that's more exhausting than being fake. And the funny thing is, I'm actually a very positive person. So being positive isn't usually hard for me because it's how I genuinely feel. But those days that I'm not feeling it and I'm being, let's say, quote unquote, fake, that's the worst. That is the worst. It just takes everything out of me. Every ounce of energy is just gone. And I'll share where I also realized this some more. And a few years ago, my sister was visiting and she doesn't live in the United States anymore. She's moved to another country. 
and she was visiting. So I took the day off work and we both went to a very ritzy shopping center in Rockville, Maryland. It was one of those outside strip malls. And if you've ever been to Rockville, it's kind of a ritzy kind of place. You know, it, things are expensive. It's a nice place. You know, my sister was visiting. I wanted to take her someplace a little nice. And there were a lot of stores in the strip mall. So we would go into one for a few minutes, browse around, then go to another, kind of in and out. You know, we weren't staying in one store long. They're really kind of cute stores, kind of like novelty shops and clothing stores. But she noticed after a few shops, she just paused and she said, Rena, something really weird is going on here. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Everything seemed fine to me. But she now lives in another country. So she noticed it really, really blatant to her. And what she noticed is that in every store we went to, the salespeople had these overly fake, cheerful attitudes. And where she's from, people do not do this. You know, whatever people are thinking is what they're putting out into the world. They don't pretend to be fake and are like, hi, how are you? <laughs> Like, they don't do that. They're just more real. And this is actually a cultural expectation because in her culture, it's fine to be how you are. It's actually, it's encouraged. It's just how people are. But in this culture where I am, at least for retail, that is just not permitted. That is not something that's done if somebody is having a bad day especially in a ritzy area, a ritzy expensive store, they are going to be fake. They have to be. I mean, they must be trained in this way because every single person working in these stores, and they were different stores owned by different people, and they were all acting in this way. And my sister felt really, really badly for these women working in this store. And she said to me, my sister is really sweet. And she said to me, how must these women feel at the end of the day? How exhausted must it be for them that they're literally required to act fake all day? Because when I thought to myself and I thought about my fake interactions, and sometimes it's just one sentence. I'm just being fake for one sentence, pretending to, let's say, be in a great mood when I'm not. How much does this take out of me? Imagine doing this a whole day. Yikes, that is exhausting. Now, you're a mom and I'm a mom, and I know that there's something that we all have in common, and that is we're usually exhausted. So for me, I'm exhausted even when I'm sleeping, okay? <laughs> like, I am always tired. But when I'm cheerful and fake, even when I don't feel it, to me, that is one of the most exhausting things in the world. And I really don't need to be adding more exhausting things to my life. And I'm guessing you don't either. Like, we're exhausted enough. But I feel like what I'm telling you now is very counterculture. And depending on where you live, it can be very different than the norm. I mean, maybe in some parts of the United States, it's more acceptable to be yourself. And I know I have listeners from all different countries. So I'm curious in whatever country you're in, how people are there. But where I live right now, 
the way of thinking is that you should act fake and act cheerful because they say it'll make you happier. <laughs> That's what the common way of thinking is. There are all these scientific studies that show if you put a smile on your face, eventually you're going to be happier. Ugh. <laughs> Just saying it makes me want to throw up, okay? So I did research on this. And what I found out, just like with every study, there's a counter study, and they say it's not necessarily true. I'm sure you're very shocked to hear that. I mean, don't you hear expressions like this all the time? Fake it till you make it. You know, you hear it all the time. Act happy, act cheerful, and eventually you will be. But let me tell you what won't make you happier. Let's go back to serenity now. Why was Kramer and Frank, why were they so unhappy that they eventually just let it all out? And that is because somebody, let's say, is rude to us and we politely smile and we act nice. What happens to your body physically when you suppress your feelings, when you do that serenity now? I'm guessing your heart may beat faster. Maybe your breathing speeds up. You may be in fight, flight, or freeze, but yet you're not expressing this because, you know, you live in polite society. So if somebody at a meeting says something not nice, you can't exactly jump across the table, you know, and do something to them, hit them or whatever. We do live in polite society. So what you do is you kind of suppress it and you have a calm, professional reaction. Maybe you even put on a fake smile. I mean, we kind of have to. Who doesn't have to do this, right? From time to time, we all have to do it. But what happened is serenity now. That awful feeling just got buried really, really deep. And that fakeness, it cost you a lot, right? It cost you a lot. It's no wonder you're going to get home and your kids are going to make too much noise or whatever they're going to do. And you are going to erupt on them because you suppressed that feeling all day, all day. Maybe that meeting was at 10 o'clock and you acted fake until you could get home. And then your poor kids or your poor husband and poor you also, because it's not healthy you know, but we have to do it. So today I'm advocating a new perspective to you, okay? I'm not advocating if somebody's rude to you at a meeting that you go and hit them. <laughs> no, don't do that. But what if we can just be ourselves? okay? What if Monday morning you're not feeling well and somebody comes up to you and they say to you, how are you doing? And instead of saying, Great, I couldn't be better and just lying. What if you just say, I'm tired today, okay? So you're not being rude, you're just being you. You know, you don't have to be overly profusive and overly fake. If you're not feeling it, just be you, just be you. And what if somebody says something really rude to you? Well, instead of being fake back, what if you just say to them, wow, that was a barb. Maybe call it like it is. See, I'm not saying being rude. I'm just saying, don't be fake. 
there are layers to this, okay? There are so many layers. And I feel like in the society where I live right now, we are taught to be overly, profusively fake. But what if we just drop it down a notch, okay? What if instead of pretending like everything is incredibly great, we just say everything is okay? See, I'm not saying, okay, tell them I'm having the worst day in the world. You know, I'm being brutally honest. That's also maybe not helpful. You know, don't you hate it when you say to somebody, how are you doing? And then half hour later, (laughs) they're done telling you. I mean, I'm not advocating that. I'm just saying, be yourself. There's so many levels. Let's say there's 10 levels to being cheerful. Maybe if you're feeling at a five, just say, I'm okay. Instead of saying, oh, I'm great and pretending to be a level 10. I personally, and of course, this is my opinion, so take it or leave it. But I really feel like it's very healthy to feel your mood and act like your mood instead of being fake. And again, I'm not advocating being rude. If you've ever met me, you know that that is not what I'm advocating. Instead, I'm advocating that you be you. You don't have to be fake cheerful. You don't have to put a fake smile on your face. You could just be you. Whatever that is, it's so beautiful to just be yourself. Feel your emotions. Don't suppress them. Whoever would have thought that we could learn a lesson from a Seinfeld episode. But don't suppress your emotions. Feel them. And then maybe they won't build and build and build and cause you exhaustion and come out perhaps in a way where you don't want them to come out. What do you think? Do you think this would work for you? Be yourself and not pretend so much. I wish that for you. I really, really do because it really brings you back. It brings who you really are. It honors yourself. And that's what it's all about is being true to yourself. Thank you for listening to today's episode. And I hope that you are able to listen to yourself, listen to your body and do what you need to do to be energized, happy, and of course, more balanced. Talk to you next time.